Bears. Are you ready for some meatballs? Twenty twenty one MLB season week one is in the books. And I mentioned this last week, but it it feels so good to have baseball back. It's just like a huge uh, point or step towards, you know what? Things are going to get back to normal. And now it's going to be sooner rather than later. And that's, uh, oh, so encouraging to me. So exciting. What hasn't been exciting is how the Cubs have looked these first six games. Uh, they're at a 3-3 three and three record, so I'll share some thoughts on that. I'm going to have... Mark joined me to talk about baseball and the Bears, and he'll uh, uh, share where he's leaning after one week of uh, his 4-2 and two Cardinals. And it's really pointless to make big picture <laughs> uh, judgments on a baseball season after uh, the first week, after six games. But I got to tell you, the problems that are plaguing the Cubs are the same problems since the World Series. They just can't hit. So we'll talk about that a little bit. And uh, thank you for listening. This is episode 99. So I haven't decided yet what to do for episode 100, which will be next week. But uh, maybe it'll be something special. Maybe it'll just be another regular mundane. Who knows? But uh, I would like to thank those of you that have listened for uh, the last couple of years all the way through this point. And uh, I'll actually have some exciting announcements to say about the future of the podcast uh very soon not yet but uh, maybe in the next uh, couple episodes we'll say something about that so uh thanks again for listening i'm gonna bring mark on the line and we are gonna get going here good afternoon my friend good to see you hello hello good to see you and hear your somber voice voice (laughs) Well, you know why my voice is somber. Well, have you seen any uh, scores from today's baseball yes. games? Yes, and uh, Cub fans that I'm friends with and related to are keeping me posted on the woes that afflict their offense. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's as good um, a place to start as any. Yeah, you know, um, the Cubs uh, can't hit. Like, that's pretty much it that's that's the tweet as people like to say on twitter that's the tweet yeah in fact uh, somebody on twitter did the legwork for me here and uh, just just tell me if you you know what this says to you okay uh 2021 betting averages okay this is uh mlb random stats on twitter i too have a cubs tweet but go ahead oh okay 2020 batting 2021 batting averages major league pitchers 154 oh boy the Chicago Cubs won 24. The Cubs hit worse than a team of pitchers, if such a thing existed. I, I Where's the DH when you need it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I really miss seeing Kyle Schwarber strike out. Um, but you wouldn't have the embarrassing stat. If the pitchers weren't batting, you couldn't be worse than them. Oh, that's a good point. Or your yeah. Cubs, you know. Always whatever. finding the bright, the other. Uh, yeah look at that silver lining i just don't i just don't get it after 2016 they just can't consistently hit and 
it doesn't matter who the manager is now. It doesn't matter who the hitting coach is. What is they it? They have a hitting coach? When do they fire him? You know, blame the hitting coach because it's always the <laughs> hitting coach's fault, right? Right, yeah. It's like the offensive coordinator. We'll get to that later, too. Um, Who's calling the place for the Cubs? Dang it. I'm just flabbergasted. I mean, uh, Javier Baez, I, I, I told a friend of mine, I'm going to call him Windmill from now on because the guy just whoosh all the time like at least clean energy every game <laughs> he's gonna have oh, 200 strikeouts call this year clean energy there you go clean energy <laughs> oh that's good i like that too uh anthony rizzo can't hit contract anymore. dispute getting a little ugly not not like a rob ugly but it's well, getting there he's doing the wrong thing to try to win that contract dispute <laughs> right right now jed hoyer the uh the gm and president who took over from theo Looking pretty smart right now by not extending Rizzo, Bryant, or Baez because the three of them, by uh, Bryant is batting 200, <laughs> and his is the highest batting average on the team, and uh, his OPS is like 780 or something like that right now. So just nobody, nobody's hitting on that team, and it's amazing. They got Jock Peterson from the Dodgers, and even he's not. He hit a home run today. That was like his second hit of the season. <laughs> How dare a Dodger underperform? It's like, what's, I just don't get it. It's, I don't get it. Did It's almost like, did they go down to uh, find some New Orleans uh, witch doctor who did some juju and said, if we can win the World Series in 2016, we can not hit ever again. Like a reverse I, I can, curse. I can hear the dumb fans now. It's the t- curse of 2016. 2016 curse. They got their World Series, but now they're all toast. Those those would be the same people that said the Bears lost the Super Bowl in, uh, in 2007 because Devin Hester ran the first one back for a touchdown, and they never kicked to him after that. To, uh, yeah, so he that, should have stopped at the 20. What? That, that was that, one of my favorite Bears takes ever. Yes, takes of all time. So my team sucks. They got uh, let's see, they went to 10 innings today. If you just count the nine innings. <laughs> Just count the, the Cubs had one run in 19 innings in the last two games against the Brewers. That means they scored in the extra inning. At Wrigley. They scored one run in the 10th, yes. Man, that would have ruined your whole stat. All right, here's my Cubs tweet, courtesy okay. of Cousin Nate nope. from Sahadev Sharma. From Cousin the, Nate, uh, thanks for listening, Cousin Sahadev Nate. Sahadev Sharma. The Cubs offense is slashing, you know the slashes, right? The average mm-hmm. on-base slugging. 132, 265, 316. That's terrible. Their on-base percentage would be a decent batting average, so that's just altogether <laughs> bad. I mean, it's five games in, whatever. But Six. they're last in baseball in batting average, mm-hmm. and they're 27th in – do you know what weighted runs created plus? Uh, no. I mean, R? it's one of those newfangled things, but yeah. I yeah, newfangled sabermetric stat. Basically, it means – if the situation were just purely neutral, how often did the hitter do his job to end up creating a run? I.e., did he get on base, advance a runner, drive someone in, that kind of thing? It's just yeah. it's a sabermetric way to look at it. Either way, they're twenty seventh in that. Wow. Basically, the offense is terrible, but you already knew that. Um, then, if you look at it from the start of last season till present, they're tied for twenty second in that stat with Seattle. So this brings to mind a really the central question that my cousin was asking is like, which one of these guys do you extend? Because right now it looks like you would be paying eight, any of the three 
for past performance. Because mm. they've all been terrible, really, for a couple years. Yeah. Not that this year counts yet, but they haven't been great for a while. What, second half of eight of, of 19? They were pretty bad for all of 20, right? Mostly? Yeah, yeah, even though they won the division, but it was like a, you know. It was a really... pretty mediocre offense mm-hmm. and a weird year, of course. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals won it in 19 because the Cubs fell apart late, if I'm remembering yes, right. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. And then. Uh, Which is why we all thought, oh, it's Joe Madden, you know, and I, I throw myself in that camp too. Like, he doesn't it's, have. It's them. a really tricky evaluation, though, because second half of 19 is actually your best set of data because 2020 was a mess and five games of course means nothing mm-hmm. but if you add all of it they're all trending radically in the wrong direction i don't know how you can extend any of them yeah yeah jed uh jed hoyer's looking pretty smart brian's got the injuries rizzo's the age and Baez is looks like one fluke season and then super streaky yeah right now bryant leads the cubs with an ops of 783 which is uh borderline respectable for an average major leaguer i think but not for the guy who was averaging in the 900s his first couple years you know phenomenal start to a career yeah i gotta think he's never really recovered health-wise because he was so good yeah and he's leading the team with a 200 batting average (laughs) it's just hard to do you just take whoever's cheapest like how do you make this decision what do they want? Does Javi want anywhere near Lindor money? In which case, laughable. Does Rizzo want Goldschmidt money? I guess that was something that's been brought up, which he's not Goldschmidt, not by a mile, not the last two years anyway. Nope. Nope. What does Bryant want? I don't know. Uh, I still think he's the most likely to be productive out of those three over, yeah, uh, over so. long term, but I, I don't know. Although you got to worry about those nagging injuries that maybe aren't fully healed. Although he seems to be playing the best, too. If you made me pick one, I'd pick him to keep, probably. Yes. But yeah. it depends on how much he wants. Yeah. So People are like, oh, but, but Abayas is El Mago. Ooh, El Mago, look how he tags guys going sliding into second. Ooh. <laughs> that, that's fine. But that, that tag is the best tag I've ever seen, my friend. Mm-hmm. Better that's... than Tinker to ever the chance. That's so Chicago to like actually bring up like the flair and style of a tag. What's the Bears equivalent <laughs> of that? Where you're like, who cares? But fans love it. Oh, oh there's got to be. Oh, the the, uh, uh, the the quarterback game manager. We love that. A quarterback like... selling a play action. Yeah, Even that would have more value. I think I'm trying yeah. to think of something so mundane. Hey, really catches a snap well, like gets down a tag. Who cares? Who doesn't, doesn't turn get the, the ball tag over? There? Yeah. No, that would be big. That would be more like walking or something. But I'm saying like okay. the idea that you keep Baez because of his flashy play style, which mostly just amounts to how he tags someone at second, is like so mundane that it's yeah. like I can't think of a good football equivalent. I think catching a snap is the football equivalent. <laughs> It's like something they all do just fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the Cardinals just yeah, Marlins. They won a close game yesterday, and today's game was close forever. Good starting pitching, and then the, they annihilated the Marlin bullpen and won seven nothing. Well, they that's great. Are starting to come around. It's still strange to me how they construct the lineup. Matt Carpenter had one hit in the spring and has not got a hit yet. He's one for like 35 or something ridiculous, but he's batting fifth. Well, he hasn't played the Cubs yet. Yeah, he's that's the only thing he can do at this yeah. point. At this point, he's <laughs> toast. 
Carlson has three homers at a grand slam today. And for some reason he's been batting eighth. Well, I guess the results are fine, but I'm like, why is this terrible veteran still batting fifth when your rookie of the year candidate is actually hitting the ball well, and you need a fifth hitter pretty desperately. Do you want to pressure him? I, I don't know. The thinking's weird, but bad opening series to the Reds came back played well against the Marlins and the Reds are just on fire. I mean, I know they're playing the pirates, but they're yeah. averaging like 10 runs a game. They're on top of the central five and one and Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's one in five. They're one. That, that will last. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's, let's new game. Will it or won't it last? Reds record. Won't last. Pirates record. Will last. Cardinals record. Will last. Yeah. I'll get a little better. I hope, but yeah. Cubs record will last. They're 500. <laughs> Something about the Milwaukee Brewers. I uh, don't really care. They, they're good when they play the Cubs. <laughs> they're good when they play the Cubs. That's it. That's what I was going for. That's just infuriating oh. because it's like, it's like a microcosm of Green Bay Bears to me. You know, it's like, oh, that pesky Wisconsin team, even in baseball, they're just, you know, like a pebble in the shoe or maybe a cheese curd in the shoe. Actually, that sounds pretty good. I'd eat a cheese curd even if it was in my shoe. I totally believe that. <laughs> well, that sounds like something a Packers fan would do. So over wow. on Pirates Twitter, they seem to just more or less be totally in denial as to what the baseball team's doing. <laughs> They're advertising their all-star teachers program and their 2020 community report. Guys, it's 2021, Pirates. Okay. <laughs> They've got the things they do in the community highlighted there they celebrated women's history month i don't see a single thing on the official pirates community there's got to be something wrong this looks like the charity of care so it's supposed to be the pirates community I, I don't know whatever i don't twitter let me go to reddit no i'm just kidding the pirates aren't worth our time no. the uh the central looks like it will stabilize before too long but the reason i brought up the idea of will it or won't it last and made a little generic game of it is um I think we go through this every year in baseball where people get all worked up over what's going on early, usually in the first month. Yeah. And then by the end of the season, you're like, oh, April was just kind of weird for that team over there. And some things, you know, fine. But like, it's been a week. Let's all relax. Yeah, I for the Cubs offense. That's been bad that's, for a while. That's the thing. It's not. I don't know what to tell you there. This is the same problem going back to 2017, even parts of 2016. They would go through you know a couple games where they just couldn't hit luckily yeah. they hit enough in the playoffs but uh playoffs but 2017 playoffs. They, they barely squeaked into the nlcs and got annihilated by the dodgers and then the year after that they uh didn't even i think they lost the wild card game to the rockies and then didn't make it yep. in 19 and then last year they beat up by the marlins so it's like what in the world I, I I I don't get it. I don't get but it. The dynasty is dying. It's oh, it's dead. That's a yeah, or dead. That's a it's tough dead. conversation. It's dead. Yeah, they had to win at least one more within five years. Not not even a dynasty, frankly. But I'm just trying to say that this core, it this is their last hurrah, mm -hmm. and it's no, off to it. a very whimpering start. Maybe they'll turn it around. And see, I think they're also blowing some good pitching that I don't know that they're going to continue oh, yeah. to aim other than Hendricks. These other guys, I'm like, mm, maybe. Cardinals got a good starts out of Ponce de Leon. You know, I don't know if that's going to last, although his name's amazing. It is. 
forever um, young that guy so, yeah exactly <laughs> that's the thing you know, he, he's the guy that almost died when a line drive hit him in the head he's like come Yeesh. all the way back to the big leagues yikes crazy story so i hope he succeeds but yeah sure all right so that's enough baseball that is enough baseball. oh wait wait except one last thing last night you know i'm bemoaning how the cubs get one hit and get shut out by the brewers and then i see i get an update on my phone that jose abreu has hit his second grand slam of the season for the white Sox. and i'm oh, oh, that's wow. that's great that's wonderful good for him hey that's... your adopted team's doing just fine <laughs> Yeah, actually, they're 500 too, but man, with the White Sox 3 and 3 feels a lot different than the Cubs 3 and 3. So. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it does. I mean, gosh, first week, I feel like this whole thing's stupid, but while we're here, <laughs> it does matter how it happens. You're like, uh, okay, you know, maybe the Angels are better than anyone thinks. The Pirates are not. Mm-hmm. Brewers probably aren't either. So they have some talent, especially if Kane's healthy. That's a good outfield. But the Angels at least have the best player in baseball. That's right, and the best right-handed hitter ever, possibly in, in his swan song. Mm. Anyway, do you know Albert's career started better than Trout's too? Like if you actually look at all the really, numbers, it's oh, I did how good his I first believe ten it. years were. I believe it. That, yeah, he's beast. Anyway, Beautiful we can do an Albert too. stuff sometime. I'll prepare some fun stats That'd for that. Good. Out of respect, I would honor that. Absolutely. There you go. Yeah. So, Bears. 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 They still stink. But you know what? The, I have a new appreciation for the Bears offense because of the Cubs offense. And that, folks, is the end of the podcast <laughs> and says it all. <laughs> Bear down, Chicago Bears. I'm so looking forward to all the texts and G chat messages about Chris saying that tomorrow and Friday morning when various people finish the episode, that's going to generate the conversation. Pull off the, so pull off to the side of the road to throw up on the shoulder of the highway. And then a few minutes later, you remembered the bears signed Andy Dalton for 10 million when there maybe wasn't any competition and do it all over again. We're excited about Andy Dalton. Gosh. Okay, yeah, Ryan. Can we talk you, about that? Here, yeah. Well, are we, I mean, Ryan Pace is here, <laughs> or was that just a quick drive by? He just drove by. He's gone. <laughs> he's gone. He's. Uh, Did yeah. he get fired? Or <laughs> no, he's just fired up. He's just right. off to sign his contract extension. They don't want to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, what do you want to talk about? Go ahead. Sorry. No. Uh, they had that. I don't know where to begin with the Bears. Yeah, I, I can't. I'm stuttering, stuttering over myself here. All right, so we found out in the press conference that Matt Nagy will be calling plays again. You know, when he says that, here's what I hear All the problems were Mitch Trubisky, and you haven't been able to see what I can really do yet. And I'm going down swinging, and I'm going yes. down my way, if I'm going down at all. But he seems to forget. I mean, did you get that impression that they're just continuing oh, yes, to throw Mitch under the sure. bus? they're trying to be politically correct about it or however you want to put it they're they're not going to be mean and publicly anyway but yeah all the signs point to the idea being that it was that's how bad mitch was i mean you look at what he signed for and you look at what uh darnold just got traded for i mean i think the league has been kind of telling us that mitch stinks mm-hmm. the league does not believe in mitch trubisky which does true. make you wonder if not for the Foles run of games, 
did he really hamper the offense? But then I remember how bad it looked with Foles. And I'm like, that's even worse. That's my point. Does Nagy forget that we saw him run the offense with a different quarterback and it looked worse? And all that talk about, well, we made I the mean, play. We have to. We have so little to pin our hopes on for yet another Bears season. And then to hear that one of the things that made the team better last year is reverting back to one of the things that made them bad last year. <laughs> it's a kick in the pants. Like, now we're going to go back to the bad offense that we can't run. But Andy Dalton can run it. Oh, my gosh. He's, he's that much better than Nick Foles? I, I think he's better, I yeah. guess. I mean – it's not saying why'd much. you give him 10 minutes? I don't understand why they think he's that big of an upgrade. He was, this is the way it broke down. And while I'm still, and why I'm still really irritated if I actually talk about it, I mean, I don't ever think about it too much now, but <laughs> when this comes up, they think he is a Kyle Fuller's worth better than Nick Foles. That's Oy. ludicrous. The reason they had to cut Fuller is they gave Dalton 10 and a half million. I think the math says that because they, they could have made it work with Fuller, perhaps otherwise. Do they think either way that those oh, two sorry, things sorry, happened sorry. back to back? It's hard not to connect them. Maybe I'm wrong. Do they think Foles is bad? Apparently, they do now. I mean, why sign Dalton at all? Yeah, they must. They must not believe in Nick Foles either. Yeah, so it, I don't even dislike Dalton. I think he's probably a little better than Foles. I just don't think he's that much better and i don't think he's better enough that you if it's why you had to cut fuller you sure shouldn't do it and it's just like and then pace gets up there friday and i guess i didn't watch or listen because i'm done torturing myself with their absolutely asinine press conferences Mm -hmm. but you know you see the tweets and stuff and he gets up there and he's like well you know these things happen why why don't we ask ryan no uh (laughs) he gets up there and he's just like well you know these things happen and it's just like you mismanaged the cap and made this have to happen mm-hmm. like what happened to accountability and collaboration it, like that statement actually angered me more than Nagy saying he's going to call plays because the gm acted like man I, this just happens it's just like a storm on a summer night you know <laughs> like no dumbo you mismanaged the cap you didn't get an extension done with them like you are not some like fatalistic victim here <laughs> That Poor bothers me. Yeah, no, rightly so. Rightly he just. So. All right. So that's the part that annoys me about the Bears. Anything else that annoys you? I do want to move on to a couple little nuggets ne- from the Reddit. Neggy still annoys me more than Pace, even though Pace really bothers me. But Neggy to me still, th- it's he's, I still get this impression from him that nothing's his fault and the team has held him back. You know? Like, Is there a more directionless team? right now than the 21 bears okay let's go through it with with just a few nfc teams in the north especially packers going for it or rebuilding boy that's a that's a tough one that's a good interesting question now (laughs) it wasn't easy Uh, before they're still going for it as long as they have rogers yeah but it sounds like they don't want him anymore or at least uh, maybe he'll know. go host Jeopardy. He said go Bears on Jeopardy. It was pretty hilarious. Wow. Talking about Cal, Cal Bears, but he did that deliberately. Wow. He's, That's awesome. He's poking the Bears fans and the Packers management. He also, he's a great host. Like, he's pretty good at mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. All right. They're going for it as long as he's on the roster. Mm-hmm. Vikings are going for it after a quick rebuild. 
Very quick Lions rebuild. Are rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Buccaneers going for it. Saints. Yes. yes. Probably still going for it. Panthers mm. trying to improve a young roster. Not really going too crazy, but they're obviously heading there. Falcons are rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Rams are going for it. Seahawks are still going for it with one last gasp with Wilson, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Niners are going for it and trying to get a new young QB, but they got a really good roster. Otherwise, you get the point. Yeah. What are the Bears doing? Treading water, but still sinking. <laughs> Slowly drowning. Thank you, they're, Chris. Yeah, they're treading water with a with a boulder tied around their waist that's what yeah, they have some good young pieces they can't get the qb right i don't think they got the coach right i don't think they got the gm right i don't think they got the president right and i think the owner is a bumbling moron at least based on the last couple press conferences yeah, you know all the things that matter most they're terrible at why'd we it's do this again <laughs> I, I don't know all right you want the good news let me give you the good news any good news my friend or Please. the news yeah Rappaport is saying Bears are talking with a number of teams about Anthony Miller trade. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. There's another bad second round pick, though. What are you going to get for the, Anthony Miller? Uh, yeah, fourth, fifth, sixth? Sixth at best, I would say. We would then have five sixth round picks. Wow. Brian Pace owns the fifth round. Let's package them and move up. <laughs> right. Sorry, right. go ahead. What was the next thing? Speaking of, now this is a fun one. All right, now we're going to be a little happier here. I'm sorry, I can't talk Bears without being annoyed right now. It's just a total disaster of an offseason so far. Mm-hmm. Here's the silver lining and a long-standing joke that I've been making with you for months now. It's a tweet from Jason at Over the, Over the Cap. We've talked about oh, yes. Over the Cap a yes. few times. Mm-hmm. It says, the Bills have been a standout at drafting the last few years. Patriots, not so much. And then he puts up a chart which shows the excess rookie snaps per year versus the amount of picks the teams had from 2017 to 2020. Basically, it's a metric to try to say how good are you at drafting based on how many snaps you get out of your rookies, keeping in account how many picks you had, because otherwise that would hmm. just skew the whole thing. The Bears were basically third. Hmm. That either means one of two things. Mm-hmm. You either draft well Mm-mm. or you're bad enough that you're constantly playing rookies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're playing rookies that are getting enough snaps to keep playing. So they're doing something right there. And that's because Ryan Pace should be, what did I, what do I always call him? The director the, of the late round late scouting. Round, yes. Yeah. Or late yeah. round drafting. You know, we did, you know, we've talked about Mooney a few times, but even Cole Komet, he started to look like a real He's gonna be a NFL keeper. tight end. So Eddie needs to yeah. bounce back, but that was a great pick for several years. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah it's, it's just, this is the the thought I keep returning to this last week, especially since I saw that the, today. It's been the problem is the Bears always seem to have GM and coach who are only good at like half their job description. Mm-hmm. So in Pace's case, he's really good at drafting late rounds. Mm-hmm. He's made a couple really nice buy low moves on guys like Akeem Hicks. Yeah, that worked out well. Yep. Prince Lucamara was really nice for two years and then tailed off, but you never thought he was going to have longevity. Like he does a good job with some of those. Mm-hmm. And then you look at like the early drafting and you look at the QB position and then all- Matt Nagy's a good leader supposedly, but he's a total disaster during the game. And it's like, we, we got these guys who can only function at like half of what they need to do. Well, that's a really good uh, <laughs> way of looking at it. You know, 
I guess I just no, want the standard to be higher. Yeah, well, we got at least one year where we know it won't be, unfortunately. Because George believes in them because they bounced back after a six-game losing streak. That was remarkable. Honestly, <laughs> that was the most Bears thing that has ever Bears uh, Like, it's hard to remember they made the playoffs, air quotes, <laughs> last year. It's hard to remember that, like, that idea that the six-game losing streak can be spun into a positive is a little snapshot of everything wrong with this organization starting at the top. Indeed. Can you imagine what Bill Belichick would do if Robert Kraft said that in a press conference? Well, he could go out and say something in the press and probably not reveal a whole lot of information. But uh, Six-game losing streak sucked. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. We sucked. It sucked. Mm. I just like pick, pick another team that's competent and you just can't imagine them doing that. Yeah, they're they're not bad enough that they'll be one of the worst teams next year. But man, they no. they don't they don't have an arrow pointing up in any way. Like Jacksonville has an arrow pointing up. You got Urban Meyer, who's you know at least an exciting name to bring in to be a head coach. You know, college coaches don't always transfer to the. Yeah, NFL. I hope he fails spectacularly. Oh, I do too. I do too. Yeah, but then you're getting Trevor lot, Trevor but... Lawrence. Unless you're getting something... Trevor Lawrence. Unless something... It's weird how little the conversations about him because it's been such a foregone conclusion for months. Mm-hmm. It's like he somehow was so hyped that he no longer has any hype. Yeah. And then uh, and then you got the Darnold trade. So let's let's yes. do QBs in the draft. We segue to it. <laughs> Sounds good. So are you really wanting to continue on the Bears? No, I. I guess yes, I don't mean I to end your them. point. I can't help but... it. I can't help it. I do. I know we love them, and I know we expect them to be eight, eight, and one next year. But <laughs> yes, it won't be eight and eight. I can say that with confidence. Where are they getting their next QB? <laughs> well, uh, what do you not... want them to do? We're what getting close I... to the draft. I don't. Uh... They don't have a shot at uh, Lawrence or uh, no. BYU. <laughs> Who's his name at BYU? He'll be gone too. Jim McMahon? No, Zach oh, Wilson. Oh, the other, the other BYU quarterback. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, thank you. He'll, he'll be gone. Justin Fields will be gone. And I don't, he's the one that of those three that I'm the least uh, convinced will be good at, in the NFL. He's I'm also sure. the only one that's even remotely possible, but it would take a King's yeah. ransom and be way too risky. Yeah. I still, then you've got Mac Jones and Trey Lance. I still see Mac Jones being drafted at 20. Unless San Francisco really, but I I can't believe San Francisco traded all that to draft him third. And yet, you keep hearing people talking about it, and he's he's like, oh look at this. Shanahan uses QBs, and he loved Kirk Cousins, and he wants another Kirk Cousins, and Mac Jones is the. I'm like third overall with Justin I, Fields, and the like. Justin Fields is explosive. He's either going to be tremendous or terrible, but yeah. he's a ridiculous athlete. Well, who's the last guy we heard that about? <laughs> Pat Mahomes, and he's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I just actually I think, Josh Allen was another one where it was like, wow, this guy is huge and super athletic. I that yeah, I remember that, and a huge arm. I remember hearing that. Maybe Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, they didn't think he could throw at all. That was just altogether wrong. Although he's better at running, so it comes up, and a lot of these guys pan out now. I just I have a hard time thinking you're actually going to pass on that kind of potential 
for Mac Jones in the safe pick, and you thought you had to get to number three to pick Mac Jones. That's yeah, what that's it's, what I don't. That's the, it's like if they were picking twelve, still I'd be like, oh, they could reach for Mac Jones there. I don't buy it. Yeah, I don't buy. It. I think they're hoping to get uh, Wilson, or maybe maybe they maybe they do want Fields, you know, and that's why they wanted the third spot specifically. Or the, yeah, and the uh, Mac Jones stuff is a smoke yeah. screen. I, I Either way, I don't think any of the top five are there when the Bears pick. I agree. Well, no, I just maybe Jones I or Lance, Jones, but I doubt it. There's too Lance, many QB needy teams. Lance is going to go before Mac Jones, I think. Well, that was the original thought, and now I don't I think anyone think really knows. He's the toughest guy to evaluate because of the mm-hmm. weird competition and not playing more than a game this year. Like he literally played one game. Yeah. Really yeah. athletic as well, but gosh. I gotta admit, I mean, we'd sit here the next day and talk ourselves into it. I would, I would hate that pick at the time because the Bears are like the last franchise that needs to get a guy that needs that much development. But you've yeah. got the Lions that could pick a QB. Yeah, uh, so yeah. many QB needy teams between now and the Bears, or between three and the Bears at twenty. And if there's only two QBs left out of that five, it's hard for me to think they're going to live to see one of them at 20. Do you want them to trade up within reason? If it's only Lance or Jones? Uh, say to 12. Okay, I was going to say I didn't want to go higher than 10. But 12, yeah. Okay, I'll trade up for, to 12. But it still takes next get... year's first. Yeah, yeah. I I'd, I don't want to give up next year's that. first because I think they might be terrible enough that I want that top 10 pick. Oh, that's a good point. They're it not going to be. I don't regime. think they'll be top like three or five. But I've, if you get a new regime with a nice pick, eh, I, I don't think I want to do that deal. Those guys are too risky. Yeah, but, but it, once again, I don't have a QB then. Well, yeah, it, it, uh, they, Nagy and Pace are going to want a QB, a young QB, to hopefully I buy them much more. Rather time. take a stud player at a premium position, so not just a guard or something. You know, that would tackle, be good. And then QB in the second round, maybe you move back up a little to do that. That that's like I don't think the gap between Mac Jones and Kellen Mond is big enough to give up next year's first. Kellen Mond is the name that seems to be mentioned more and more. Yeah, Yeah. he's got some buzz. He's got some. Or even the guy from Stanford, like Davis Mills or whatever his name is. I don't think Mac Jones is guaranteed to be that much better than them. Mm. So I'm not giving up a future first just for that. Now, yeah. if Justin Fields falls and he's sitting there at 12, I'll be, like, very interested because the potential is so enormous. And what are the odds of that happening? <laughs> Pretty slim and, yeah. like, non-existent. Yeah. Agreed. So, All right. Well, you got some You got some uh, uh, draft mock draft info you wanted to share, too. Yeah. Right? Hogue's most recent mock draft – this is so he Adam does Hogue. like four, yeah, of Hogan Johns, which I love. Their mm-hmm. podcast. Oh my gosh, can we market another podcast on here? I bring him up all the time, so we're doing it. He <laughs> does like four or five mocks during the build-up to the draft, and he okay. tries to always do a different scenario for the Bears there. So they're kind of like thinking exercises, experiments, not necessarily what he wants or thinks what they'll do, but like, what if they looked at it this way? Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has them pick, picking Greg Newsom out of Northwestern, the corner. Hmm. And he says this. Drafting a defensive player in the first round might be a tough sell to the fan base, you think? Yes. But the Bears still have depth issues at corner, true, and a gaping hole at the slot corner position. 
Newsom has the trait, size, length, and ball tracking ability to be a longtime starter on the outside, but also the quickness and competitiveness to play in the slot as a rookie. The nickelback is sometimes playing 80% of the snaps these days, so I like the idea of working Newsom in at the slot as a rookie and then kicking him outside in the future. That may come sooner than later uh, with Desmond Trufant's durability concerns. By the way, Trufant, like two and a half million, that's a super cheap contract if yeah. he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Newsom has some potential, uh, so, sorry, some penalty issues, and that can't come with him to the NFL, but that's one of the very few weaknesses and can be corrected. He's going to be a very disruptive cornerback at the next level. I, I just don't see them doing that. I don't see them. Would you uh, want that? Would that tick you off if it's a corner? Uh, what are the positions you're good with if it's not QB? Uh, wide receiver. Okay, agreed. Uh, There's a ton of good ones. Tackle. That's the one I most want, if not one of the QBs falling. Uh, Pass rusher, edge rusher. I would also totally entertain that because they're hard to get and you pretty much usually get them in the first round anymore. I think one of those three. If they got a linebacker, I'd be like, uh... Linebacker would be seriously dumb, even though Trevathan's not that great anymore. You can't keep drafting middle linebackers in the first round. Mm -hmm. Roquan's good, but you know what he is? Not good enough for a top 10 pick. You don't think He's so? Good. No, that's just not an impact position. Oh, it's the position. Okay. Logic, period. In this, well, this NFL. But you know what? Really that was, I like him. That was a huge need in 2018, though, when they drafted him. So. Yeah, but what if you'd hit on a tackle there? Yeah. Okay. Fair I enough. mean, you just that's the point. The Nick anyway, Foles will be leading this team. True. No, I'm just so and then in the second, Hogue has them picking Davis Mills, the QB from Stanford. Hmm. Okay, which if he's in Stanford's offense in their university, I at least feel like he's smarter than the last QB with the Bears drafted. I, yeah, but I don't think I'd like that draft at all. And then a tackle in the third, I, I would be okay with a quarterback second. Yeah, I'm okay okay with that that part. I very much question the corner in the first, although you could talk me into it if he's a stud and, like, you just – No, you need to tackle more. You need to tackle more than a cornerback. You still have – yeah, there's still some talent at corner. You've still drafted it recently. You haven't drafted a tackle outside of the seventh round in years. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be tackle unless a QB falls and or edge rusher if one of them happens to fall because of the run of – receivers or QBs. I mean, the nice thing about this draft, if the Bears could play it right, that's a big if. If five QBs go that high, mm-hmm. there's going to be a really good player at another premium position. That's right. Available. That's true. I guess that's I don't true. quite think corners it, but no. I, I think they have to start thinking about, oh, these are the four positions we need to constantly get right. Tackle, edge rusher, QB, receiver. What if, the receiver's uh, a big need not to sleep on, man. They yeah. might suck at drafting him in the first historically, but they got A-Rob, Mooney, and a pile of garbage, and they got A-Rob for one year. What do you do if uh, – what's his name from Alabama, the Heisman winner? Is oh, I'd draft him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'd, I'd me go too. ahead and do that. I forgot the rest later. He's too me good too. to pass I would, up. I he some... might, by the way. They got his teammate going that, higher because of the speed thing. That blows my mind because – I saw a mock that had Smith at like 15. I'm like, so you're telling me there's a chance. You know, Devontae Smith, that's his name, right? Yeah. Name? yeah. Yeah. All right. You know who really wasn't that fast, if I remember correctly? 
was Jerry Rice. But what could he do? Get everything else open <laughs> and get open. That's the most important thing. I'm and not every receiver can get open. At the overthinking in the draft. You know what you need a QB to do? Read a defense and master his playbook. First thing, he's just got to be smart, period. The rest of it doesn't matter if he's a moron. We know this by now. <laughs> or football dumb. Maybe he's nicer. But yeah, it's true. Mitch didn't thing. work because Mitch couldn't figure out the NFL. Yeah. It wasn't his athleticism. Yeah. Mahomes yeah. works because he can. Mm-hmm. Processing speed. Rodgers is an all-time great because of his brain and then his arm. And yeah, he can do it all too. Mm-hmm. But Joe Montana wasn't like outrageous athletically. Manny no. wasn't. Brady sure isn't. Mm-hmm. It's all brains. Those guys, it's brains first. Not all, but brains first. Brains. You know what you need your wide receiver to do? Get, Get open, open and have hands. Yep. They're like, oh, speed. I mean, speed gets you open. I get it. But not Jerry always. Rice, Jerry Rice's style of play would still be totally amazing today. By the way, speaking of Jerry Rice, did we talk about this? Jerry Rice had two Calvin Johnson careers. Holy cow. Like his first nine years are as good as Calvin Johnson. And then he had another 10 years that were as good as Calvin Johnson. Statistically, it's absurd. No. So yeah, Devontae Smith, this is a crazy, terrible comp to put on any rookie. But his game is kind of like that. Get open, just always make the catch, always wide open, good at everything, not really elite athletically. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter. And no, there's oh, nobody the out there saying that, oh, he's great because Mac Jones was throwing to him. Nobody says that. <laughs> no. Well, no. Maybe no. Mac Jones' parents. You got to have some special football IQ to win a Heisman as a non-QB at this point. That's true. Almost never happens. I mean, any of these guys can blow an ACL and never recover, you know. But but otherwise, there's... I think he's going to have a really good career. I think we're going to look back at the draft if he's not the number one or two receiver because Jamar Chase is a stud too. Mm -hmm. And go, why didn't he go higher if he's not in the top, say, 12? But if there's any chance he falls, I'd pick him. Mm -hmm. There's a ton of good tackles too. That's why I think they got to do do one of those positions, if not QB. Edge rushers would be a tougher sell, but I could say, oh, we got to have them. Mm -hmm. Quinn sucks. Yeah, you could talk me into that way before a corner. Yeah, agreed. So, what strong safety are they picking in the first round? Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no. Oh man, Andy well, Dalton, the great hope of the Chicago Bears at the moment about Andy. is Andy Dalton. I think they picked. I think they signed him because he's got red hair and it looks like his hair is fired up. That's my thinking. His, his hair is amazing. It is pretty amazing. It's pretty impeccable. You know, I did uh, enjoy the Bengals fans chiming in and being like, guys, I know you're depressed. I don't know why you gave him that much money either, but I do know he's better than you think. And so I'm like, okay. And they were like, you know, the 2019 team was such a train wreck. You can't hold it against him in 2020. He's a weird situation and backing up and he played yeah. better at the end and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, maybe, but so he has a good year. Then what? Got to give him big money. Yeah. <laughs> What's the plan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I we should give Dalton some credit too that he had to work with uh, Mike McCarthy last year too. That's 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 tough for anyone, you know. So unless you're Aaron Rodgers, unless you're Aaron Rodgers, but you know, and he, he had some bad years by his standards when McCarthy was really bad. Mm-hmm. Not that they were bad by anyone else's, but yeah, 
still be all time best for a Bears QB. <laughs> yeah, that's a terrible um, year, my friend. <laughs> um, hey, uh, another should uh, Baylor, congrats to Baylor winning their first ever NCAA championship. Do you care? Yeah, about that what a all? what a game the Saturday night before, and then what a dud the championship was. I didn't watch it. I was, I was I was watching the Cubs beat the Brewers. That was much more. The Baptist National Champions. That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness! On uh, on Twitter, someone uh, someone tweeted uh, about how all of a sudden the the SBTC Baptists were trying to claim Baylor as like a Baptist school, and all the BGCT Baptists were like, "No, nice try." I got a big <laughs> kick out of that. I'm sure that nobody listening knows what I'm talking about, but that sure tickled me. Because it's funny, Baptist infighting over a school that they all said was, I guess, too liberal is, is kind of comical. Liberal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just enjoyed that. That all of a sudden, a lot of these Southern Baptist leaders are like, oh, yeah, the Baptists, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Baptists you didn't want to be associated with, but anyway. Stupid Baptist politics. Strange times. Anyway, yeah. All right, all right my, my friend. friend. Whoa. Whoa. Jinx. <laughs> You owe me a Coke, Dr. Pepper. Yeah, I'll send you a Dr. Pepper. Okay, how about those yeah, t-shirts that's being sent? No, I gotta, he still hasn't <laughs> made them yet. All right, I'm going to message him right after we record. See what All right, sounds good. Have a good All night. Right, later, my friend. Who we thought they were.